Welcome to the Psych 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Luke D. Maxwell, and right now I am in beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico, about to speak at a conference, a team conference, giving two talks, and I cannot wait. There's nothing I love more than speaking. It absolutely energizes me. I know it does good, and it is my passion, and I am so happy to be here. And let me tell you, New Mexico is beautiful. It is absolutely amazing. If you're looking for a place to just get some R&R to take some time off, uh, this is someplace I highly recommend. And with that, I was thinking about, okay, what can I what can I teach you tonight? Because I have the opportunity. I'm here. What am I going to talk about? And I thought, oh, I've been asked pretty, you know, pretty fairly often, how do you stay mentally healthy while you're traveling? Because there's a lot that's going on, whether it is delayed flights and negotiating pickups and making sure you're eating and trying not to fall asleep and making sure there's a lot to go. There's a lot that goes on, especially when you're speaking. I want to get to know the area. I want to get to know the people. I want to make sure that I can relate. So there's a whole nother level to what I'm doing. And I will, and I admit, it's not easy to stay mentally healthy as I can, let's say, at home when I'm going about my normal day to day. Although, even though that has got extremely busy with the start of school. So, I wanted to lay out a battle plan for you dealing with stress, whether it's stress from traveling, and I'll get into that, but also the stress of life. Let's look at that. Most people would say they're under a, a some degree of stress. Many people, especially college students, especially high school students, will say they're suffering under a great amount of stress. And I hear this, one of the, the most common, I will say 100% of all the people that I've talked with who have come to me for help have told me that they're dealing with stress and that they're, they're so stressed out. Let's take a look at this. First of all, is stress good for you? No. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> no, no. Um, yes, to, to a degree, right? Stress, if you think about it from a natural biological perspective, back when we're in the woods, if a tiger's trying to eat us, would we want to feel anxious? Would we want to be super energized to just get out of there? Yes, because a tiger's trying to eat you. But what about when you have 15 papers due? Will being stressed actually help? No. I mean, maybe it might give you the motivation to finish them, but from a physical perspective, it's not going to help. So overall, many people like wear stress as a badge of pride, like just, just like they wear not sleeping as a badge of pride. Oh, I'm so busy. I only got five hours of sleep last night. And then I, and then of course me being here, like, oh, I got nine, I got eight, I got seven, you know, like I got, I got a lot of sleep. And then, you know, it makes me feel bad about myself that I shake out of it. Like, what am I doing? Of course, why would I feel bad about myself for this? So don't wear it as a badge of honor because it's not. I mean, maybe you think like, okay, I'm stressed, which means I'm busy, which means I'm successful. No, that doesn't all equate. So here's the thing. I am very self-conscious of my mental health. I'm very self-aware. I know when I'm doing badly. 
here's what I do. The first thing I know when I realize I'm under a great deal of stress is I look at the stressors in my life. What is giving me stress? Okay, what can I affect? Okay, here, what do I have in my life? I'll just give you honest, honest right now, right now, that's in my life. I have my part-time job that I work doing sales, which is extremely stressful when you're trying to make quotas. I have school, which is, again, extremely stressful because you're trying to make quotas <laughs> with your homework and your papers. And then I have this, You Can't Be a Race, the podcast, Psych 101, and communicating with teens, booking speaking engagements, work flying to speaking engagements, meetings, everything, like just the day-to-day social media work, writing blog posts, filming my, and editing my vlogs. What, so I look at my life and say, what can I affect first? The first thing I look at is, okay, my part-time job, no, I I can't because I'll get fired. School, no, unless I drop a class. And actually I did like totally honest right now is this semester turned out to be so much that I had to drop one of my uh, classes, which was not very important at all. And I don't know why I signed up for it in the first place. So I dropped a class because I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. It's not an important class and it's causing me, it's, it will be a ton of work in, in this semester for me. So, okay. Dropped a class. Boom. Okay. That didn't relieve all my stress. What else am I going to do? And when I look at my stressors, okay, what do I have in my life with You Can't Be Erased? Podcast, I love podcasting. I'm not giving it up. Okay, let's look at social media. Okay, I could post less times a week. Will that just destroy everything I've worked for? No. Put things into perspective. Yeah, will I get, will I lose like a couple hundred like people seeing my content? Yeah. Is that the worst thing in the world? No. So see, okay, see how I analyze that? So just in a few seconds, I was able to say, or rather a few minutes, because I already did this before, I'm just rehashing it. Okay, here's what I'm going to limit. I'm going to limit my social media posts, which cause, which takes a lot of time. I'll sp- I spend my whole weekend planning my social media posts and editing my vlog usually. So my entire weekend is gone. So, okay, social media vlog cut down on that make it easier don't spend all day on my vlog edit it quickly get it up better good i mean and there's a quote that i love it's done is better than perfect or done is better than good and just get it done get it out because i'm a perfectionist Uh, i love perfecting things i spent 500 hours on my new website because i perfected every single pixel on there and even now now that it's up like there's some things that are a bit off i'm like i don't care anymore because it's up it's done i need to move on okay so see what i did so first okay i I eliminate some stressors in my life so stressors right things that cause me stress what else can i do okay i need to change my mindset because okay yes i have these stressors and i eliminated them But I think we all know for anyone who is in college or has a stressful job, you take that with you. And then so what I do is uh, I'll do one of two things. I'll either just just leave it behind. Like, honestly, like I literally will just cast it out of my mind. If any thought comes up, let's say about work or my part time job or my job, I will I will just cast that out of my mind. Like right now, like I, I have. I have about a hundred tasks to do that should have been done this week. Cast that on my mind. It doesn't exist right now because I'm not at work. Okay. Get that out. And for me, I've had, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. So 
it, it comes more naturally to me because I've practiced. It's going to take some time to practice unless you're very naturally gifted. And again, if this is hard for you to just leave things behind, if you're very emotionally bonded with things, it's going to be harder for you to do this. So if you, if you emotionally bond very well, maybe the second strategy will be right for you. I want you to organize your life by location. Here's what I mean by that. If you have, let's say, let's say, let's take my life, school, work, and you can't be erased. Right? I have, I have like a couple other projects and other stuff going on in my life, but we're just going to leave that out because they're not very prevalent right now. Okay. School. I do all of my school at school. After my classes, I go to the library, do, do my homework. Done. I do not take school with me anywhere else unless it's absolutely necessary. See? I leave school at school. When I'm at work, I do work. Don't think about school. I just do my work, get it done. And then when I go home, because my office is at my home, um, I go to my desk, and that's where I do You Can't Be Erased. And I, as much as possible, I try to only do You Can't Be Erased from my desk. So what this does is this takes your mindset and your mind starts pairing your minds are very good at pattern recognition. That's why you'll see faces in weird places like, oh, there's a face right there. Or we'll see things in clouds because our mind is it's, it's a survival instinct to formulate to see, OK, is that thing trying to kill me, trying to make a pattern out of something? Is that a tiger in those trees or is that just a shadow? Your mind is made right to do that. So. Your mind is very good at pattern recognition and will pair very well. So what your mind will start to do over time, if you let it, again, like with psychology, if you don't let it do it, then it's not going to happen. You have to be open to this. Just by doing it, by physically doing it, doesn't mean that your mind will follow in suit. Your mind has to be willing and your mind has to be doing this as well. So taking what I said in the first part, I want you to start applying it to the second part. When you're at a place, you do tasks associated with that place. I've actually found as a side note that when I'm in a coffee shop, my writing excels. My writing easily five to 10 to 10 times better and faster writing and editing as well. I can plug out a blog post in no time, edit it, have it ready to go in less than an hour. It depending on the subject, of course, how much research I need to do. So, right. So I know when I need to actually write, when I'm behind on my writing, I go to a coffee shop and I write and I only do writing there as much as I can. Of course, is this 100% perfect and effective? No, nothing is. But this is a way to help you with all the stress that's going on in your life, because many of us have different things. So let's say you're married, and have a family. And then and I know you've heard this. And I don't want to want to preach. And I know every situation is different. But in general, take this with a grain of salt. See how it applies to your situation. But when you're at home, be at home. Work does not exist there. Here's, and here's the thing. We, in, in this 21st century of technology and instant access, answering emails right away seems like a necessity answering a text right away seems like a must and of course are there emergencies that arise duh of course but really 
how many emergencies have you had? Actual real emergencies have you had in your life? And what would have happened during those times if you had not picked up your phone? What would have happened? Because many times, whoever's trying to reach you will find a different way to overcome whatever. And I'm not saying don't be there for people. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is you have to set your boundaries on where you are. You need to focus. If you realize I need to focus more time on my family, put down your phone, don't answer work emails, and be there with your family. Saying I need to be there with my family isn't going to do anything if you don't actually do something. Sorry, that's just a bit of hard truth. Something that really bothers me is when people say, oh, I need to do this, or I need to do this, or I want to do this, but they don't try. They don't try to do anything. So I want you to be the one to actually say, I need this, therefore I'm going to do something about it. So with stress, with emails, if you read the four-hour work week, which I kind of recommend, it has some good points. The best point I saw in there was about not answering emails to a certain extent, depending on your level of what you do with your job and how high you up are on the chain of command. But not answering but not answering emails at a specific time during the day. And the thing is, what I love about the book is he's constantly reiterating how magical it is that everything somehow gets done, even though he doesn't answer the emails. Like, it's kind of weird, you know? It actually just happens. Because if you don't answer your email and they need something right away, they're going to find someone else. If they need some data, they're going to ask someone else for it. If they need a favor from you, they're going to ask someone else for it. So if you're dealing with a bunch of stress right now, you're going to have to learn how to say no. You're going to have to learn how to just say no. Don't complain to me that you're stressed and then say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. So this is stress. This is the main ways I deal with stress. Another main, another way that I have been dealing with it is duh exercise. I mean, exercise, exercise basically solves every problem known to man. I mean, and you might think I'm exaggerating and I would like to see, I would like you to point out a problem to me that isn't solved by exercise. I mean, yeah, you could say, oh, well, everyone dies in the end. Duh. But exercise is amazing, whether it's for physical, mental health. It is absolutely fantastic. And that's something that can help you take off your mind and not feel guilty for taking some time off. Because I know if you're anything like me, you take some time off to watch some YouTube or Netflix, you feel guilty about it because you think, oh, I should be doing this. Stop that cycle of guilt. You know what you need to do. You do. And you might lie to yourself and tell you that you don't and you need somebody to that charges a thousand dollars an hour to tell you how to live your life, you know, and I want you to go with that instinct and say, I need a break right now. Okay. I do this all the time. And you might think like, okay, so I listed all the stuff that I'm going on in my life, right? Would it shock you that I will sometimes take my entire weekend and I will literally just kind of watch YouTube, maybe play my piano, maybe answer an email, maybe do something fun. And I really won't do any work. And that's because I realized I need this because otherwise I won't be effective at all the rest of the week. I need this right now. Because usually I work all weekend. Usually I don't have a day off. 
But there are some times, especially when things are very stressful, I need some time off. Now, this comes to traveling, which I promised you I talk about. When I travel, flying exhausts me. It does. I was actually fortunate enough. I usually fly out in the morning. So that way I have my entire afternoon to relax. And that way I can sleep better. Because I found out was when I fly in the afternoon, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I want to, I want to relax. I want to unwind. But when I want to unwind, it's like 10 o'clock at night and I end up not going to sleep forever. So I try to schedule all of my flights early in the morning. Yes, this means up waking up at 3.30 in the morning like I did today. And no, that was not pretty. It was not fun. But now I'm reaping the rewards of it. Because if I hadn't done that, I would not be making this podcast for you. And I would not be nearly close to being ready for bed as I am. Because I am recording this pretty late at night. So what I do first is, I, as I know myself, I say, okay, I'm going to schedule my flights all in the morning as much as possible, as much as possible, of course. And, of course, I work with a hosting organization and make everything work. So, okay, schedule flights in the morning. The other thing I do is that if I am not feeling energetic enough to work on the airplane, then I do not. I'll download some Netflix, I'll brought some magazines and some books, and I'll do that. And that's what I do. And you might think, well, that's a, that's a, flying, flying on a plane is a perfect time to have focused work. Yeah. But if it's not going to be focused because I'm so tired, then it's not really going to be effective, right? So that's what I do first is, is I say, okay, same thing with that, same thing when I'm at home is I'll say, okay, am I able to work right now? Am I able to get stuff done? And then the, actually it was weird. Like on this flight, I took, I slept first because it was like flying out at six o'clock in the morning. I took an hour nap and then I woke up. I felt awesome. And I plugged out um, a big project that I've been working on. No, maybe not big. I've been playing. I worked on a project that I've been working on and it was great. That was awesome. But then after that, on my next connecting flight, I was tired again. So I was like, okay, I'll watch some Netflix. And I didn't feel bad about it. And yes, do I have about 200 tasks and no i'm literally not exaggerating is that i have between everything that i have going on i easily have 200 tasks to do that should have been done like probably months ago that i'm catching up on as best as i can so yeah so i have about 200 tasks waiting for me and lots of this stuff is important Lots of deals that I'm going on with speaking, lots of emails, people requesting me to speak. Their emails are still in my inbox because I've not been able to get to them yet because other things have taken higher priority and I'm working my way there, right? This is, this is, this is the extent of what I'm talking about. But the thing is, let me reiterate, if your mental health fails and you're not able to focus and you push yourself you're not going to be nearly as effective as if you took a slight nap, which actually there's been lots of more studies coming out to show how healthy napping can be in the afternoon to help you regain your focus and your energy. And many companies actually have napping pods, which are so awesome. That is completely, that was, that is completely awesome when I saw those napping pods just in the company like string around where you just take a nap and not feel judged and not have a manager breathing down your neck. Like, what are you doing? You should be working because they know they're smart. They're smart. They know what's valuable and what's valuable is your mind. And you, they want to protect that. It's in their best interest and it's in your best interest. So I don't feel guilt about that. And well, to a certain extent, 
Because, <laughs> of course, I'll feel some guilt. But here's the thing. When I travel, so I always make sure, right, take an early flight. I watch myself. I was like, okay, if I need to just nap or just watch Netflix or just listen to music, I do it. I just do it. I don't question myself and try to like outline, you know, do I really feel this? Should I really be doing this? I go with my gut. I know what's right. I do it. The other thing is when I back in my hotel, like today, is I thought is the first thought that came to mind is, okay, I rested during the plane flight here. I had other opportunities to rest during the day. I should be fine to plow back into and catch up on everything. But you know what I did instead is I had no energy. And I thought, okay, I'm going to lie down and watch some Netflix, watch some YouTube. And that, and it took me a while. Like I admit, like it took me a couple hours or a few hours of this. And I am unashamed to say it because now, now that I've done that and I ate, my energy is back up and I'm able to plow back into it. And I am so focused right now. Stress is a huge topic and there's no way I'm going to cover it in one podcast episode. I am going to be covering this more in the coming months. I would love to know what you think about this. Stress is not fun. It's not healthy. Don't wear it as a badge of pride. Monitor yourself. If you're feeling overly stressed, if the work you're doing is not effective, if you're just plowing forward because you feel that you should stop, stop it right now. <sighs> take a deep breath. You know what? Take a deep another one. And another one if you need them. Take all the deep breaths you need. And yeah. It depends. Uh, yes, I sympathize with, yeah, well, I have a work schedule. I can't just not work. Okay, I sympathize with you. But what about, what about when you're not working? Or what about closing your eyes for five seconds, doing a breathing exercise, calming yourself, ooh, and then plowing back into it? I do this all the time at my job. About 15 seconds, close my eyes, do some breathing exercises, and then plow back into it. Stress is not fun. And I hope that for those of you who do travel, this is giving you some kind of help. Another thing I do is I don't stop exercising. I exercise in my room. Just because I don't have a treadmill doesn't mean I can't work out. There's a lot of ways to work out without equipment. Don't make excuses. Make decisions to keep on improving your life. Thank you for spending this time with me. I appreciate every single one of you. And as always, be unashamed, stay unashamed. ashamed.